What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is What the Fuck Gym Talk. And I apologize, the podcast has not been as consistent as it typically is. I was doing the vlogcast, you know, up on the roof, recording, and then I hit my hell week where Isaac and Deuce were both out. I've just been busy as fuck. I got shit going on. So have not been producing as much audio-based content, and I've got a minute now while I'm driving, and there was something I definitely wanted to jam on that I saw recently. Maybe, I'll probably make a video on this and, and have Chris or one of the guys cut some of it in. I was on social and Facebook, and I saw an ad, and it was, I'm not, you know, it was, a remote, it was one of Alex's ads, one of his six-week challenge ads, so that's, I'm very, very used to seeing that. But it was who was running the ad. It was really, it just was very interesting to me. So I'm down here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And if you're in the Bible Belt, Carolina's definitely the Birmingham, Alabama area, Tennessee, you know, the South. There's definitely some northern locations, but I believe their presence is much stronger in the South. You are familiar with a brand that popped on the scene right around 2013, 2014, Iron Tribe. Iron Tribe is a group strength and conditioning a lot of people would call it a CrossFit knockoff, whatever you want to call it, but it is a group mixed modal fitness company. And they popped on the scene extremely, extremely strong back in this 2013, 2014 era. I mean, so strong that we had a local gym owner that jumped ship from his affiliate, literally sold it outright sent an email to a bunch of the other affiliate owners and his members saying that he had found God or something. Like, I don't know where he found him, like in his closet. I don't know. He just found Jesus and Jesus told him to go open up an Iron Tribe. Iron Tribe has got a very strong religious background and there's nothing wrong with faith and all that shit. I'm not knocking that at by any stretch of the imagination, but he had this uh, awakening or whatever the fuck we want to call it. And he got rid of his CrossFit affiliate, sold it. And he went in, uh, I believe he started working for Iron Tribe or he franchised one. Anyway, Iron Tribe. I remember when this came out, everybody, it was a it was a big topic. It's very similar to how you listen to a lot of you newer guys or guys who haven't been on the scene as long talk about Orange Theory. Or fuck, even the guys who have been on the scene as long. We still, like, I even talk about Orange Theory. And what blew me away was a franchise... And one that it commands a very strong price point in an affluent neighborhood in Charlotte, right next to, to the neighborhood I'm in. And I see them and I see, it's literally, it's one of Alex's videos. It's literally Alex in one of the, the gym launch six week videos. And I was just blown away by that. I Number one, I, good for Alex landing that account. That's phenomenal because, you know, again, they, I don't know, 30 franchises, I think. I, I know they have seven, I believe, corporate-owned locations in the Birmingham area, which is where they're HQ'd. But I sat back and I thought about this, and I remember when gym owners, you know, CrossFit gym owners especially, because we don't like when anyone does quote-unquote CrossFit and doesn't call it CrossFit, they were literally, this was like a topic of conversation, like what Iron Tribe, and they're charging two and a half times as much as we are. And they're opening up in spaces that are super retail and small and boutique. And the, you know, they have these corporate sponsorships and, and everybody was freaking the fuck out about Iron Tribe. And again, I, you know, I saw it and, you know, respected it. I love the fact that someone had gone ahead and played in the CrossFit space and moved on to create their own version and had done so successfully well, 
But it's like anything else. I, I don't, I don't want you guys to fear Orange Theories and Iron Tribes and in LA. I don't want you guys. I don't want gym owners to have this innate fear. And I fear, I fear, I feel like there's plenty of you guys that truly aren't afraid. You do not care. Like it doesn't even. It's not even like a, a drip of sweat off your nuts. It's nothing. And then there's other of you that say you don't, but secretly, you're keeping an eye on their business page, their gram. Like you drive, you make like the extra like three minute commute to drive past their facility at a certain time in the evening to see how many people they've got in there. This is a company that again, gym owners were scared shitless of, and they're running one of Hormozy's ads. And again, no shade thrown at Alex, but a lot of the gyms that are coming to Alex starting off, like their very first when they enter gym launch before maybe they go to his higher, you know, um, the Ascension plan, they're in fucking trouble. I doubt Alex, you know, maybe, you know, he maybe he'd argue on this, but I doubt Alex would argue against the fact that people that sign up for gym launch are doing great, just crushing it. Like just, they're just doing just fine. I just feel like running gimmicky six week challenges because I I heard they're fun. Like no, most of the guys that are going to have to run a duration based, you know, high volume, um, low the middle ticket type challenge are probably in need of cash. They're in need of cash quick for whatever reason. And then, you know, they work with Alex or another one of these guys doing a challenge. You know, I know Swanson's got one of these and they they do well and they grow with the program and and then they're they're doing great right as the story goes but iron tribe right and again i was blown away by this i was just like huh the franchise which again great job for alex good good job um the franchise is hurting obviously they can't be doing extremely well they're at least 4 or 5 years established now 30 locations. I could be wrong. That could be a low number. It could be a lot higher than that. I don't think they're triple digits by any means, but I de- it might be higher than 30. And they had to seek out a marketing um, guru in Alex, someone who knows how to convert traffic, someone who knows to run, you know, uh, to to run the the art of the click funnels. And that just blew me away, guys. What I'm trying to say here is this. Even the even the companies that you look at that you think have it all together, they fucking don't. Like, and they do to it, but they're they're human too. They're fucking up as well. I literally, I again, I made that podcast the other day. I think a lot of people think that Urban Movement's got its shit together, and Stu's got it, and Stu's got it made, and just all this. Like, you realize this is a business like anyone else's. I fuck up every goddamn day. Like, literally. Today, we had a console come in from my wife's spin studio, and there was a lapse in communication. And while I was out on the training floor, this poor jackass sat inside of our lounge. The front desk kid thought he was there to see someone out. Long story short, he, he didn't get to see anybody. He didn't get to do his consultation because we had an amazing fuck up of communication. Completely our fault. Every business, I don't care how you look at them, right? Whether you look at whatever model it is and you put them on the highest pedestal, they can do no wrong, right? It's like when you hear that you like your favorite like artist or you know uh, athlete, you know, gang raped somebody and fucking got caught doing 
PEDs or whatever, I don't know, whatever you would, you know, frown upon. It, it's, nobody's infallible to this. Like we are all, like everyone who runs a business is fucking up. There is no one. And again, I'm not saying Iron Tribe's fucking up. I'm telling you this though, they're not in a great place if five years in, they're throwing the six-week challenge Hail Mary. That's my opinion. I don't think they're killing it and getting on the phone and calling Alex. I don't. And again, I could be wrong. Probably not. Probably fucking not. But so any of you guys that sit back and you kind of beat yourself up and you look at different models and I, I whatever the businesses are that you look at, that you think, you know, I've had a lot of guys go ahead and, you know, really um, dig deep in alchemy because I've, you know, I, I put, you know, I've put what Mike's done on a pedestal. I think what Mike's done is phenomenal down in Minneapolis. Mike fucks up all the time, right? They're growing. They're moving to different markets. Like they fuck up all the time. If you, you know, you worship kind of Kalipa and his NC Fit model, right? You think, you know, SoulSight, whatever it is you're looking at, trust. There is just as much fucking up, doing it wrong, you know, completely missing. For every fucking win that they have, there's probably three X the misses. But when they win, most wins, they, they win big, right? They win real big. They, they win when it counts. Joe... And you guys heard me talk about Joe before. Joe has this great quote. It's not his, but it's who I associate with. You got to know when you need a C plus and you got to know when you need an A. There's plenty of times in business, C pluses work. They work. They lay the foundation. They allow you to, to stand on it, to, to look around, evaluate it, and then make it an A. But a lot of these guys that we all look at are constantly putting out C pluses in different areas. Soul Cycle, you guys realized, went to go release their IPO and it fell fucking flat, right? Regardless of where you stand on the politics of why you think that happened or what story you believe and headlines you've read, they had this big, oh, you know, Equinox, we're going to release this fucking IPO and nothing, nothing. It ain't publicly traded. So again, you know, at every even the biggest biggest businesses out there are putting out Fs and Ds and a lot of C pluses, and then they're putting out As when it counts. But I really want you guys to just sit back and you know the way I looked at you know Iron Tribe when they first came, I was like, oh man, these guys, that's kind of impressive. And then you sit back and you realize they're just like us. Orange Theory is going to put out some serious fucking Ds and C pluses. Now they've already hit some great. They've got some As, and I'll tell you this right now. Uh, from some insider information I had recently, they just they had a what they call a global reset. The Orange Theories all had a global reset, which means when a franchise that large and again that grows that quickly realizes shit is not being done the way we thought. Right, businesses fail for two reasons: they grow too slow, they grow too fast. Orange Theory has the latter of those two problems. They grew too fast, and now they're having to wrangle the ship. And get everyone back in line and, you know, herd the cats. And this, they had to hit the global reset button. So, guys, sit back, relax, take a breath. Quit putting everyone up on a fucking pedestal that you think is up there. Just know that while you may still aspire to them, and it's, I think it's good to have people to look up to. I sure as fuck do. And you, you aspire to do things that they've done and it, it gives you a good, you know, North Star or kind of a, a landmark. Please realize that... They're taking just as many beatdowns as you are. They are missing the boat. They are, you know, zigging when they should have zagged. It's all part of business. And like it or not, 
No one's perfect in this. Nobody is. And and I hope none of us aspire to be. All right? It's about progress, not perfection. Guys, I hope that helped. Sorry for the absence and good podcast recently. I hope you liked the one with Sean I had the other day. And if you uh, if you did and you're not going to his coaching summit, his O'Pagan summit, the O'Pagan Collective, you need to fucking go. Guys, that's it. That's all I got. Rock on. Talk to you soon.